The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, let's get straight into our thinking point. Earlier this month, informal traders in the De Villiers Trading Precinct, this is in the Johannesburg CBD, were prohibited from selling their goods as JMPD officers sent by uh, the MMC of Economic Development shut down operations indefinitely. The traders then approached the court to find a legal remedy and have since filed an urgent application before the Johannesburg High Court to uphold the Concord's judgment. And this is really around trading laws in the city and what should apply in such instances. While we're joined now by Ngululego Mbundu, who is the MMC of economic development in the city. Uh, Mr. Mbundu, good morning to you. Thank you for your time this morning. Good morning, Katie, and uh, good morning to the listeners. Well, also adding to this conversation will be Ayanda Keller, who is vice pre- vice chairperson of the African Traders Organization. Uh, so, Mr. Mbundu, let me, let me kick it off with you. Firstly, you wanted the opportunity to respond to the conversation we had last week. This was um, particularly with Siri, uh, and it dealt with the process that um, the city had followed when it came to prohibiting these traders uh, from selling their goods? Correct. Yeah. I was a bit concerned that uh, a lot of signals that are inaccurate and that uh, paint the incorrect picture in public and therefore we need to have the, the right to uh, to reply. Yes, you can go ahead. Um, okay, so I think maybe the first point to, to correct, and I heard you say it as well, to say that uh, an MC in Kulumbundu sent uh, JMPD. I don't have uh, that right. I'm, I'm an MC. I pay political oversight. No MC in the city, in, in effect, has a right to instruct administration to carry out their functions. Those functions come within the administration. In this instance, uh, JMPD uh, was going ahead with their... Uh, standard Muyamteto operation, which looks at uh, bylaw management on illegal parking, uh, on illegal dumping, um, on informal trade, and, 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 and so forth. So at no point is this an instruction from the MMC of Economic Development. So I think we need to get that fact, uh, fact right. It's a very administrative have, function. Have you, have you followed up with the Johannesburg Metro Police? Because this yes. seems to have been something that was said to the informal traders. On, on the day that they were being barred from, from selling. And, and I guess that's, that's where my, my concern comes, is that we are going on hearsay and then we go live on radio and make those statements. We do meet with uh, um, the departments. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've got what we call a war room um, that looks at uh, how do we work in a collaborative uh, way uh, amongst the departments because uh, bylaw enforcement cuts across a number of areas in the city. So, uh, bearing in mind uh, the developments of last week, we have been engaging to make sure that we understand uh, who has to do what and uh, what the remedies are then uh, required uh, to be uh, to be put in place uh, in order for JMPD to be able to legally continue to enforce their their bylaws. Uh, enforcing bylaws is uh, a right that they have; it's an inherent right. It's not a directed right. So they have to go out and uh, do bylaw enforcement. But we do meet uh, with the other departments. Uh, you, you can go on, Mr. Mbundu. You sounded like you had a couple of things on that list of yours. Oh, no, okay. No, yeah. So, so I mean, I think on the main, it's um, the issue around uh, uh, the instruction coming from the MMC. So, on a categorically, it's not, we don't have those powers as MMCs. 
the issues around harassment of informal traders, uh, it is not correct. Um, what uh, you're seeing here is JMPD doing their bylaw enforcement, going in and uh, asking the traders uh, to, and prohibiting the traders from setting up and giving them an immediate opportunity to verify themselves, uh, in which case it happened. Uh, when you look at uh, the village, for example, we've got a rent roll dating back as far back as uh, 2013, when was uh, the last time that um, permits were issued. Uh, bear in mind, fast forward 2020 during COVID, there were 14,000 permits that were issued and uh, they subsequently expired. But going back to the original list of 4,000 that spans across the entire city, uh, that allocates stalls to particular uh, individual uh, in particular areas in the city and uh, in line with um, uh, the um, um, our laws. So so it's not harassment to, uh, to make sure that you enforce that, but what uh, we subsequently established is that you go to Tavilia Street, uh, massive lawlessness. Uh, traders are set up in the middle of the road. So there's no longer a way for cars to drive. Uh, pavements are covered, drains are covered uh, on both sides of the road. You can't even walk on pavements. When you consider the bylaws, for example, they uh, state that uh, you, if you're going to be trading on the pavement, you're going to be able to trade on the pavement that's more than three meters wide to allow for one and a half meters of walking space. This, in this instance, is not the case. The entire pavement is filled up from start to finish. Um, the roads themselves uh, are, are closed and blocked, so cars are driving in opposite directions. So it's just a clear case of uh, bylaw infringement. And not to mention just the sheer number of uh, uh, people trading uh, in there when we know that uh, that particular percent, uh, according to the rent roll, uh, have the official rent roll is, is, is 200 traders. And here we are, we have got more than 600 traders. And you do not, uh, and uh, 600, according to series own admission as well, uh, it's a clear case that uh, it's now three times the capacity of what uh, the street can do. And it points to something that is uh, abnormal in that instance. And let me point out that the city's um, departments are, are capacitated to deal with an X number of uh, uh, um, uh, people uh, in terms of providing support in businesses. And uh, where we stand right now, this is almost outstripping, in fact, it strips the city's capacity to provide uh, support. What you see happening here is in the uh, informal trader space, right? They don't have enough uh, bins, for example, because they were not catered for for 600. So they subsequently dump on the road, which clogs our, our, our drains. When you look at the formal businesses themselves, uh, which are the ground floor buildings uh, in the city, those have been uh, leased out and then sublet to six other businesses, and yet they only pay one municipal account and only one bin. And ultimately, this leads to this phenomenon of uh, illegal dumping right across the city. If you drive around the city of Johannesburg, uh, it is just filthy with uh, illegal dumping sites everywhere, simply because there is no capacity and because of the violation of those bylaws. So we deal with those kind of challenges um, that uh, uh, we see on a daily basis. And lastly, the point that we are a pro-poor, uh, another pro-poor, or anti-poor government is completely false. I think uh, they, I was quoted as saying business does not want to invest in the city because it is clean and clean insinuating that informal traders are not clean. It's not true. It is a fact, it is a fact that uh, it is, uh, the city is unsafe, um, it is overpopulated, and anybody in their right mind who wants to invest and put their money into the city is going to look elsewhere. And we've seen capital flight in the city. We've seen a number of corporates leave uh, the CBD uh, as a result of the increased lawlessness uh, in in the city. So 
you know, we do understand that with an unemployment rate of about 55% and the poverty rate of 50%. So we are mindful of those facts as the city of Johannesburg. And, uh, but the efforts that we're putting in are being hindered by some of the, mainly the illegality that is uh, taking place. So it makes our jobs very difficult to make sure that we uh, promote the job creation uh, for our vulnerable citizens, uh, uh, in particular uh, young South Africans who are sitting at somewhere in the region of 74% expanded unemployment. So we have a responsibility to do that, but uh, we can be hindered by what is evident uh, lawlessness. In taking it back to the informal trade uh, spaces, there's a culture of uh, uh, subletting with people rent out and then they sublet for a higher amount of money to um, uh, to other individuals, which is clearly uh, outlawed as far as the police is concerned. And this is a practice that we are seeking to uh, to eradicate. So the challenges that we face are to ensure that the city's infrastructure support is supportive of the trade, uh, the city's uh, services uh, are available to provide uh, support to businesses and citizens in order for them to grow and thrive and create more jobs. But that's going to be done in a regulated fashion. It cannot be done as we need. Uh, we can see the city is decaying day by day, and we can't just sit by and not uh, 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 take action in that, in that regard. So there is no attack on uh, informal traders, uh, so to speak. Uh, this is an operation that goes to taxis. It goes everywhere else. So it's a part of a broader Biomteto operation that is being driven by the Jordan Police Department. So I find uh, some of these allegations just completely uh, baseless um, right. and truly unnecessary. All right. So you heard there the voice of Nguleko Mbundu. He's the MMC of the Department of Economic Development in the city of Johannesburg. After the 9.30 news headlines, uh, we'll bring on Ayanda Kela, who is uh, with the African Traders Organization. And of course, we'll get them to weigh in on what has been said. And also, you know, I think there are legitimate concerns that are being raised by the city in some instances. How can can informal traders be part of the solution? It's one of the questions we'll ask. It's 9.30. Anne is standing by with your latest headlines. Good morning, Anne. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We'll continue with our thinking point in a moment. Of course, I'll take your calls on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 614 Ayanda Kela is the vice chairperson of the African Traders Organization. Ayanda, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Morning, my sister. Thank you for welcoming me. You have heard the MMC describe... Um, what the intention of the action from Johannesburg Metro Police was uh, when uh, traders were stopped from from selling their goods earlier on. Uh, this was last month in, in July. Give us a sense of what the experience of your traders was or has been. Uh, it has been a very, very bad experience because of it all caught us by surprise. We just woke up in the morning and JMPD officials were all over the place in Devilia Street and telling our members and also us not to trade at a particular day. We tried to uh, find out what exactly was the problem, but we could not find answers. 
until after an hour or two that they told us the MMC is coming to address the people. And then when the MMC came, he said he is opening for all, uh, is closing the business so that people could go and verify. Our problem was not verification. Our problem is consultation. You cannot wake up in the morning and say people must go and verify. You consult people. You arrange with people so that they can go and uh, they can go and verify. In the statement of verification, that is not that is not the actual problem. But when you close the business for people to verify, how are you verifying empty spaces? How sure are you that those people you are verifying they've got spaces? All we are saying is do the verification, but tell us what is it that you want to achieve from your verification? Because of there's been like different answers to the question of what is it that you want to achieve because of what we want. When we go to verify, we want you to tell us this is what we want to get. This is what we want to maintain in the near future. But now we do not get those answers. The city of Joburg never gives them like proper answers to every question. We've been asking about, we've been 21 years on the street. Now you want us to go and verify. Yes, we're going to verify. But when we've, after the verification, you are telling us we're going to be temporary. How can I be 21 years on the street and then be temporary at the end of the day? All we want is for the city of Joburg to say, listen, people, this is what we want. We want a clean city. Yes, all of us, we want a clean city. But what is the clean city with poor people? Because of you are removing people from doing business of what is feeding their families. But you've got nothing on the table to provide for them when you are moving them from whatever business they are doing. Provide them with something alternative. But the city does not have that. Even the MMC never mentioned what they have provision for us. I am a trader myself. I'm not only representing traders. I am a trader myself. That eight days we did not trade, it, it seriously affected me. We've got bills on the month and on monthly basis that we need to pay. But we cannot do that because of the week that we did not trade. We are people who are working on day-to-day basis. Whatever amount I make today is pre- predicting what I'm going to do tomorrow. But if I don't trade today, that means I don't have a future on the drive. I don't have anything to put on the table at the end of the day. So the city of Jobek and the metro officials, as the MMC is saying, they were carrying on their daily duties. It's not only Devilia Street. Ayanda, yeah. there is a view that informal traders who are against the way in which the Johannesburg Metro Police Department is going about enforcing these bylaws, that that in and of itself, that traders who are against that are also then shielding and protecting the operations of illegal traders, uh, some of which may be foreign and undocumented migrants in this country. Uh, My sister, my organization, which is African Traders Organization, does not have any member who does not have a place to trade. We are representing people who have been given a place to trade by the city of Joburg, which is the MTC office and the JPC. The illegal traders, the minute the, the, the JMPT steps into the ground, the illegal traders will vanish. So I do not 
have anything to say about the illegal traders because of my members are all are legally in the business and they are legally given the space by the city of Joburg. Secondly, the, uh, the part of foreigners, I, I do not protect the foreigners, but I'm protecting what is right because of they say they want the illegal people to be out of the street. It is their job. I don't know how home affairs and immigration offices work. They know how they work. They should do that by themselves, not come and chase everyone. When you say illegal and you chase everyone, even me, I'm illegal when you are chasing me from the street. So they should differentiate between the legal and the legal. You understand? Because of now they are mixing up everything. They are saying illegal, but they chase everyone. Mm. Okay. Uh, Mr. Kelly, I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. Mr. Mbundu, an opportunity for you to respond. Yeah, and I think, uh, look, I, I, um, I, I find it a little bit uh, disingenuous uh, from Mr. Kelly, uh, and I'll explain why. Um, number one, I did not uh, state that uh, uh, we'll verify and will be temporary. My words were very clear to say Tavilia Street caters only for 200 according to the rental. Come and verify, and once you've verified, we'll put you back temporarily where you are while we work on a broader precinct plan now that we understand what it looks like because you've got to clear up the space to be able to see uh, what needs to happen. So we have said to them, you'll be put up there, you'll be allowed to trade continuously, you will not be affected until such time that um, we have now designated the space from a space planning perspective, right? So it's not like you're taking somebody who's been trading for 21 years and you're saying you're longer able to trade. That's the first thing. Um, number two, uh, we offered them the opportunity to come and verify immediately and said, please come and validate uh, that it is you who you say you are. Of the 600-odd people that were there, only 50 showed up to, to, ver- to, to verify. And they held on to the stance for a period of seven days. And we had our DED team waiting and uh, sitting there stationed with the original rental that says, come, let's verify. And in there, we found those that came to verify, some foreign, some local, you know, that had the right papers, and they went they went back into some of the streets uh, and talking to the um, uh, the comment that uh, Mr. Kuru mentioned last week to say we did this on an ad hoc basis. No, it's not. It's people that came to to verify, and they went back. We kept on encouraging um, these organizations to verify, and they would not. Instead, they would uh, have lots of people just loitering around, just waiting uh, potentially for JMPD to uh, be tired of the, uh, of the effort. And what they then started doing was to, you know, that, that particular precinct is for thrifting, so they sell second-hand clothing, and they store them in the buildings just alongside the, 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 the road. Then they started selling from there instead of bringing the stuff out. But it does not... Uh, uh, take away the fact that that entire space uh, was in violation of uh, bylaws. So I find it quite disingenuous when they have been given an opportunity, but they continue to refuse to come forward and, uh, and verify themselves. And this is a question that we ask ourselves. Uh, how do we then go ahead and make sure that we support you if you are not compliant on your part to help us? And we are not saying, and, and again, this is not an operation case we will just remove people. Uh, it's totally un- unrelated. We have nothing to do with clean sweep. It, this is pure uh, bylaw enforcement and immediately being given an opportunity to come and verify. All right, Mr. There, Mbundu, there, there I'm, I'm going to pause you there. Uh, Mr. Keller, do you want to come in there quickly? Are you are your members deliberately not wanting to go and be verified? No, that is not deliberate. 
the actual fact is, we said to our members, they should not go and verify because of they have not been consulted. With the consulted being, what is it? What are the criteria that you're looking for to verify? You understand? It has been the question from 2013. It has been the question from 2013. What is it that you are looking for from the people to verify? Because of the people who are there, they have been given spaces by the city of Joburg, and they have been paying their rental. So now when you want to verify, it's fine. But do not close them from the business. Because the day that you close them, that is counting from them. So now when the MNC is saying they've got a list of 200, where is that list coming from? Because in 2013, during the court interdict from the, uh, from the Constitutional Court, they did not have those lists. Where is it coming from? In the last meeting that we had with the MMC, we told him that the list that he's having of 200 people is incomplete. Where is the rest of the list? And he said to his fellow uh, officials, they must go and look for that list. So how do you uh, verify 200 people when there is another people, that, uh, a lot of people that have not been counted there? All right. When, he, uh, when the MMC is saying it's 200 people, is it 200 people from Gilea Street or is it 200 people from all over the place he wanted to re- verify? Because he did not only verify uh, Gilea, he was verifying King George, he was right. verifying Wanderer. Mr. Keller, we're going to have to stop it there, unfortunately, for this morning. We're completely out of time for this conversation.